Hello, hello. Thank you so very much for chiming in and joining us once again for our 28th episode of the Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company's podcast. You know, we come to you every single week over the last 28 weeks and chime in on different pieces of information about life, right? You all know I'm a life coach. I'm a healthy eating and weight loss coach. I'm a trainer certified in those areas, and I'm always upgrading and elevating my life. And sometimes I don't even know what I want next. I just know that I'm thirsty for knowledge and I'm always thirsty for more. And there is nothing wrong with that. So today I invite you to grab your coffee, your tea, some water, a glass of wine, none of the above if you're driving and listening to this podcast, but certainly get yourself comfortable for the next 25 to 30 minutes as um, we talk about vulnerability. It is Tuesday, October the 13th, and we have less than 90 days left of 2020. What a year it's been. What a year. You know, there's so much we can say and talk about. However, one thing I want to ask you before we go too far in today's episode, as you're thinking about my words of wisdom and my stories and what I'm sharing with you today, think about what kind of impact these messages are going to have on you and what you're going to do differently for the next 90 days. Because what are we thinking? Like, are we actually thinking that all of a sudden on midnight of December 31st, 2020, that everything is going to go back to the old way of life? Or is this our new normal, right? We keep on talking about what kind of year 2020 has been. And for most people, for most people, it has been a struggle. It has been major shifts, major changes, major shock to what we know. And for some people, it's been an opportunity to elevate, to upgrade, to make some financial decisions, to rearrange their priorities in life. So as you're listening to this today, stop and reflect on A, what your expectations are on December 31st, 2020, because what do you expect to really be different? Every day is an opportunity to make things different, but it starts with being vulnerable. And I'm going to share some stories with you today, some personal stories, some insight as to my life as a coach. It's not necessarily what you would expect. Um, yes, of course, I, I lead by example, but I'm, I'm going to get into that in just a minute. So two things I want you to think about as you're listening to today's podcast. First of all, what do you expect to be different as of December 31st, 2020, right? The very next day, what are you hoping will be different? So part B to that question is, why are you waiting to then? And what are you going to do over the next, I guess it's 85 or sorry, about 80 days or so now in order to make this the best three months of the rest of the year? What are you going to do different? What are you going to apply differently to your day-to-day life? Are you going to smile more at strangers? Are you going to be a little bit more authentic with what your wants and desires are. Are you going to look for a different job? Or are you going to sit around and wait and see what happens? I'm not sure. I'm not sure your answers. I'm not sure where you're at. And I don't expect to know. You know, I can help guide you through these steps and these changes, but it starts with being vulnerable and asking yourself some hard questions. 
We have learned so much this year. And think about that for a few minutes. Have you learned what's really important to you? Have you learned where you stand financially? Where you stand emotionally when it comes to changes and shifts and the uncontrollables? How about your relationships with your partner, your children, your family, your coworkers? Where has all of that come into place? And what experiences can you honestly say that you are thankful for because of the shifts that have happened? Again, keep this in mind because sometimes life happens to us, but I'd like to challenge you to see that it's happening for us. And when I've said earlier that it starts by being vulnerable, I'm going to share some stories. And, you know, I understand that when I share stories with my friends and with you guys here on the podcast and on my Facebook lives or through my newsletters, each and every single time I'm sharing a story, they're life stories, they're true stories. Um, Each and every single time I share them, especially if they're about myself or my family, if they're about excuse me, if they're about clients, then um, I definitely am very, very careful to protect their information. I will never share all of the details when it comes to clients. Most of my stories, 95% of them are about myself and my family. So I am letting you know, true hand, what I'm going through. And there's a couple stories I want to share today. And one of them has to do with me being a life coach. Yes, I'm a certified life coach. I am still working on my NLP practice. Um, I just completed last week, I completed my mindfulness certification. So I have that as well. But does that mean, because I have the tools and the resources, does that mean that I need to be perfect all the time? And I don't mean perfect. I mean that I have all of the answers because perfect is the wrong word. That I have all of the answers or that I practice all of the right remedies for the right situations. Is that your expectation of a life coach? Or is that your expectation of a friend? Is that they got it all together and they're not having a bad day or a bad moment or they don't know how to pull themselves out? You know, I, um, just like everybody else, I've gone through some turbulence this year and some ups and downs and some weeks are heavier in terms of wow and some weeks are easier. But although I'm a coach and I am continuously learning, just like you, it doesn't mean I can't always see the forest through the trees, right? I know what to implement. I know what to do, but I can't always see the best remedy for myself. And yes, I journal regularly and yes, I work out regularly, but could it be better? Could it be more? Are those necessarily the best solutions to help me when I'm going through something? Or do I need to call a friend? Last week, I chose to call a friend. We went for a walk. I actually went for two walks with some girlfriends last week. And I opened up to Tony with a few things that I was going through. In all of these cases, based on my past experience, being vulnerable, which means being open to judgment and criticism and other people's opinions, right? I'm going to repeat that again. Being vulnerable means being open to judgment criticism, and other people's opinions. Reaching out for help with somebody that you know is very vulnerable. Exposing your stories is very vulnerable. And that is not easy. 
because the number one feedback that you get when you're a coach and all coaches listening to this are going to agree is the people that you are leaning into are going to come back to you and say, but you're a coach. You know this. Absolutely. I know this. Absolutely. I'm a coach. Absolutely. I learn about this. Absolutely. I talk about this, but I need you right now without the judgment. I need our time. I need a distraction. I need to be able to talk this through. How many of you are afraid to be vulnerable because you're worried about the judgment, the criticism, or being open to other people's opinions? It's not easy. You know, sometimes we have to open up and share the fact that there were other stories, other paths that brought us to this point, And that's why we're afraid of being vulnerable. Maybe we were criticized. Maybe we were in a narcissistic relationship or in a bad marriage. And because of all of the way that we were communicated to, we have that fear of being vulnerable and being completely open and completely transparent. And at the end of the day, we are afraid of asking for help from people that are near and dear to us because we don't want judgment from them. Right? Well, how is that helping you? How is it helping you? If these people are your friends, if these people are your partner, if they're your life support, if they're the ones that you want by your side when something goes wrong, you need to learn to be vulnerable. Don't worry about what they say. They're not meaning harm. They're your friends. They're challenging you. So take it as an opportunity. And it's hard. It's hard in the moment because yes, you know, these remedies. Yes, you know, the answers, but in the heat of the moment, It's just like not being able to see the forest through the trees. Okay. So we were on a walk last week and one of my girlfriends said to me, she goes, but you know this. She goes, you're a coach. You coach me on this. And yes, I do. But I needed her. I needed a distraction. I needed something else. I needed to get out of my own head. And for most of you listening to this, who is your lifeline? And it doesn't have to be your friends or your husband or your spouse or your parents. It doesn't have to be somebody in your inner circle. You know, this is where a life coach comes into play because yes, we do have all of the tools and resources available to you. And the advantage of a life coach is we will dig deep and research even more to personalize the answers and to find for you exactly the right remedy that works. We will work with you until you find the solution that is perfect for you. Okay. That is huge. And life coaches do that. Well, I do that. I can't speak for all. I definitely dig deep and find the different remedies that helps with whatever it is that you're going through, because your experience is going to be completely different than your neighbor's experience. You know, so why, why, why you're probably sitting here saying, but you're a vulnerable life coach. Yes, that's right. I am a vulnerable life coach. And that's exactly what you want. You want to be working with somebody who's not afraid to ask for help when they need it. You want to be working with a coach who has a coach. You want to be working with a coach that is willing to share her stories or his stories. So you know that they've been there. It's like going to a gym and working out with a trainer that is a size two It is in perfect shape and can do everything effortlessly. It almost seems unobtainable. It might be a goal for you to be able to work out um, effortlessly and to have your life come into place so perfectly, but is that real? 
working with a coach who's vulnerable and who shares her stories and faces those fears and puts those risks up is exactly the kind of coach that you want in your corner. Because here's why they are walking every single day, the same life that you are, you know, they're, the walk might be different, but they are going through the same stories. They're going through the same path, you know, especially someone who is working full time and has a side hustle or has a job, a business and has a family and has kids and has parents. They know what you're going through. It's not just a coach that works for a company that tells you how easy it is when they have eight or nine or 10 hours off at night right? Or they don't have kids. You want to find somebody who's in alignment with you. Last week, some of my um, ups and downs were one day it was because of me. Two days were because of my children. Um, and then I probably took it personally. So maybe there was another day because of me or wanting things to be better. It wasn't an easy week for me. And those that were close and in my inner circle are very familiar with the fact that, yes, I knew I would make it through. But last week, I needed an extra bit of hand-holding. So that is one way I'm vulnerable. I'm learning to speak my truth and not hide. Are you doing the same? Is that strengthening who you are? It strengthened our relationship, for sure. I've been working on this practice for over a year. I come to the table with two ex-husbands and some lots of stories, right? I'm in a fantastic relationship now. Um, my past was a little bit rocky in terms of wanting my Prince Charming. Okay. We grew up as females and not, I'm not saying all females. I'm not trying to put us all in the same category, but the majority of the times, most little girls were read story tales, fairy, fairy tales, storybooks is what I meant to say, not story tales. And in those storybooks, there is a happily ever after, especially when we were younger. And that's what we wanted. So I chose people in my life that I thought would fulfill that story tale. Okay, that fairy tale. It didn't necessarily happen the way I had wanted it to. And for me to be vulnerable and to share those stories with you probably isn't much different than your past and some of the choices and the decisions that you made. And Please, you must be very fortunate if you are still with your partner that you've been with since you were 18, 19, 20, or your first husband. Bless you. I am thankful for you. And I would love to hear your story and how you made it work and some of your ups and downs that happened. But that wasn't the case for me. And I know that's not the case for a lot of people. I know being vulnerable means having the courage to speak your truth to know what you really want and to go after it. And it doesn't have to just be relationships. It can be work. It can be your life. And that's what 2020 has been all about for me. You've heard me talk a little bit about my win wall. Um, for those that are following me on social media, and you can find me either at Fresh Approach Fitness or Sonia Janice, depending on which platform you're looking at. But I did put a post of my wind wall up lately and it is phenomenal. And there is more to me than me being a mom, a wife, an employee, an entrepreneur. I have found ways of setting myself up for success and finding different uses for my downtime. And it wasn't until I started working on my wind wall that I could truly see what matters. 
and we can talk about this a little bit more. It's part of my future self program. Essentially, start writing down one win, at least one win from the day. I don't care what it is. Um, yesterday, there was a bunch of wins. I made, I took time to make a healthy, fun dinner. I made a Tex-Mex healthy dinner that got on my win wall. I love to cook and to bake when I'm not rushed. Okay. So Monday to Friday, I don't always have the time because I'm working full time and I do have my business that I'm growing and I do have a couple of side hustles and we have kids. So when they spontaneously come home, they're the priority when my downtime as much as I can. I don't always have the time to cook the way I want to cook healthy, quick, easy. I did that last night. I cooked some Tex-Mex. Amazing. We made quesadillas, but now we can do some Tex-Mex bowls today for lunch. Um, really, really good. Beans, corn, chicken, tomatoes, seasoning. Amazing. So this is part of my, one of my upcoming workshops, but don't let me get too far off tangent here. So cooking, um, cooking yesterday made it on my wind wall. I went to the beach with Tony and the dogs and I hemmed and hawed about going to the beach. I ended up taking a call at seven o'clock last night. Yes, it was our Canadian Thanksgiving, but we had one on Saturday. So we had some time to get some work done. So I really wanted to go to the beach on Sunday, but I wasn't feeling well. So I went, um, I just had a headache. Um, they suck, but I had a headache, so I had to rest, but that's okay. So we ended up taking the dogs to the beach yesterday and we hemmed and hawed about making sure that we were back in time so I can make the meeting. Cause originally when I said we were, when I asked about going to the beach, when I suggested it, um, we didn't have, I didn't have a seven o'clock appointment, but so we hemmed and hawed. We were going to go to the park, the beach, the park, the beach. And I finally said, let's go to the beach. I really wanted to go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. There's something about the water. Again, being vulnerable is having the courage to speak your truth and to speak your, your voice and to ask for what you really want. We went to the beach. We had so much fun. I don't even think we were gone for more than an hour, like maybe at the beach, but like, I think we were gone from the house for like an hour and 15, maybe right around there, but we were not in a rush. We went for a walk. We let the dogs play a little bit and we just chatted and had fun and we were in the moment and I totally loved every second of it. And anybody that knows me well, I love the beach. Like love the beach, seeing the water come up and the sounds of the waves and just the smell. And I don't care what season it is. Well, I do because it's when it's frozen over, you don't notice it as much, but it's still beautiful in the winter. Um, and this is the beach I grew up with, but I had to still use my voice to say what I really wanted. I became indecisive. So on my wind ball from yesterday, we still have a cooked Tex-Mex dinner. I went to the beach with Tony. I spent most of the day, maybe half of the day, outdoors updating my social media yesterday. Grabbed a coffee. Actually, it was a tea. Sat outside at this point, put my feet up, did a couple Facebook lives. But outdoors is also on my wind wall because as we're heading deeper and deeper into fall, that's not something I get to do as much. I have three, four highlights, three highlights from one day that made it on my wind wall. And why is this important to me? We can talk about this a little bit later. I'm just going to touch on it right now because in the big picture of life, there is more to life than worrying about your weight and your wellness and than working to pay bills. Okay. It's about living your life. And if something stands out as a win, you want to look at that in the big picture and do more of that. 
we're not going to go too deep, but I've shared some stories as to where being vulnerable is super important because I could have changed my mind, went to the park. It wouldn't have been as lovely for sure. It would not have been as lovely, right? I could have. So being vulnerable means having courage, courage to be open, courage to risk other people's opinions and feedback and have a conversation. Nothing I did yesterday really meant being truly vulnerable. Last week opened up the door to a lot of vulnerability for me. So how about you? Where are you vulnerable in your life? I know my kids see me vulnerable. They've seen me cry. They've seen me make decisions that I've had to go back on. They've seen me change my mind on a few things. They have children. It doesn't matter how old they are. They are the biggest source of judgment because they haven't experienced yet what we've experienced. You know, they get to go through life with different lenses. Yes, it's what we've shown them, but we try to protect them as much as we can. We try to provide them with as much as we can. Children and parents too. And I'm not saying um, I'm vulnerable around my parents, but I've become to be a lot more open and risk being vulnerable because they're still together, you know, which means their finances are a little bit different than mine. It means they didn't have to take everything to pay for their children. They did, but they had their money together, right? I've gone through periods of my life where that wasn't the case, where I didn't have, where I didn't have that. And I know there's many of you listening to this and you can, yeah, it's different when you're by yourself, you make different choices, you make different decisions, guys, you'll get through it. Okay. Things will change. And this is where having the wind wall makes a difference. This is where knowing that there's more to life than just paying your bills and worrying about your weight matters. And you've seen those posts. I'm sure you've seen those posts. We can talk about this. But when it comes to wellness, when it comes to living your full life, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. That's what's going to help you grow. When we're talking about the next, I think it's 80, there's more than, there's less than 80 days, but you know, my point is between now and the end of December, I didn't do the math before I got on the on the podcast here, but between now and December 31st, what areas can you change when it comes to being vulnerable? Are you opening yourself to try to ask for the sale? And what if they say no? How does that make you feel? Because that is a way of being vulnerable is not getting the reaction or the answers that you want. But if you don't try, you're never going to know how successful you can be. Being vulnerable could be trying a new sport, right? So I'm going to share my vulnerability when it comes to physical fitness right now. Not only, you all know about my ankles, you're listening to this, but um, I'm getting better and better. So walking yesterday, actually at the beach, we went off the pavement and I wasn't sure how my ankles were going to be today, but they're fine. Actually, I'm really happy they're, they're good. So I am certainly progressing, but I am doing a dance workout. And I am feeling a little bit vulnerable because I'm not as fit as I was. I'm a trainer who's not as fit as she was. Okay. That's self-judgment and it's vulnerability and it's truth because you know what? I'm an emotional eater too, just like you. Yes, I have strategies. Yes, I'm learning more and more every day. Yes, I had physical restrictions and I needed to heal and it didn't matter what I did in terms of in the kitchen, in terms of for fitness. I needed to heal first from all of the changes and the shifts that happened in my life. But before I could do that, 
and when I say that, I mean, I've been a personal trainer for 10 years now, 11 years now, and I had to close my studio this year. That came with some major shifts. I didn't really face or acknowledge the reality of that until maybe a, a month ago where I'm like, okay, I needed to mourn this loss and this change. Not just about having a studio, but about personal training no longer being and being with people no longer being the end all and be all. I was teaching so many classes. I was up early. I was seeing the same people five plus hours a week to all of a sudden done. So it's not just losing the studio, right? It's not just dealing with the finances that came with the studio. It is the emotional connection that you have with people when you're encouraging them to live their best lives. And you're sharing stories about your life. You're hearing about their life. I could tell you, most of my clients, I could tell you their husband's names, where they worked, some of their favorite things, the highlights of their day, where they struggled. And this is just from a 45 minute class. I had to let myself heal. I had to face the fact that it didn't no matter, didn't matter, no matter what I was going to do. I had to step away from that and let myself heal. That made me emotionally eat and that's okay because I needed to recover a little bit from all of those shifts that happened, that happened just like you, just like everything else that you're going through. But me sharing that story, oh, a trainer that's not a size whatever is making me vulnerable because I'm sure it's bringing judgment or is it bringing appreciation or is me speaking my truth, helping you relate to me a little bit more because how much sense does that make with everything that I've shared? With everything that we've gone through this year, I can relate, right? I can relate to needing to lose weight. I can relate to practicing more programs that alleviate stress. I can relate to the importance of meal planning and meal prepping because of my busy life. But without me sharing these stories and being vulnerable and opening myself up, it is risking judgment. And when it comes to risking judgment, it means I'm letting myself be vulnerable. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world. I opened up last week in a different facet. I've shared some of my past stories and why I reacted the way I did or why I, I slipped into the fear mode for a little bit. I can share with you right now that the majority of the people listening to this podcast you are in flight or fight mode still because we don't know what's going on, A, with our jobs. We don't know what's going on, B, with the economy. We don't know what's going on, C, with society. It doesn't really matter what we do to our health right now from what we're used to. If you're used to working out for an hour a day and that's all you're doing right now and you didn't manage your food and you were starting to lose weight and you were doing really well, you could eat what you wanted. I was to the point where I could eat what I wanted. It really didn't matter. I wasn't gaining weight. I was doing fine. Then I hurt my ankles. Then this happened and that happened. But my point is, it doesn't matter what you do right now. If it's what you were doing before, you need to heal from the inside. You need to adapt. There's other processes that you need to let happen before you can expect changes because your body's in fight or flight mode. And that's what the wind wall is all about. That's what's being vulnerable is all about. It's like reaching out to a friend. And I really, really hope when you're listening to these podcasts that 
with me being vulnerable, with me sharing these stories, with me sharing these experiences, you know that I've been there. Or pretty darn close if I haven't shared those exact stories. You definitely know I can relate in one way or another of what you're going through. So keeping that in mind, remember those two questions I asked you at the beginning of the podcast. What do you expect different for December 31st, 2020? You know, when the clocks change that one extra minute and we put over, we go over to January 1st, 2021, what do you expect to be different in society? We don't know. I know. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to be different because this whole year has been different. And all I can do is help you prepare for how you can handle changes and shifts in your life. So you can live your best life. So you can be happy. So you can dress for success. So you can take control of more than just your finances and your weight. The next thing I want you to think about is how are you going to maximize the next days of the months between now and the end of the year? What are you going to do differently to up-level and upgrade your life? Are you going to read more? Are you going to move more? Are you going to eat healthier? Like, what is it? Are you going to de-stress? Are you going to reach out and say, Sonia, I want to work with you because I want to up-level and elevate my life. I'm ready. Because what I've learned the most this year, what I've learned the most this year is the majority of people were forced into learning what retirement is like financially. Almost everybody now knows what we need to survive financially, bare bottoms because of COVID, right? We know what our, we know what our cost of living is per person, but very few people know anything else. So in retirement is our last major shift in our life. We go through three of them, especially as women. When you have a child, so not childbirth, but when that baby goes back to school and when you go back to work, whichever is first for the, for the moms, that is a major shift because as soon as that baby's born, everything that you knew pre-baby changes and now you become a mom and you take care of the baby. And, and this happens to dads too, but not as much unless you're a stay-at-home dad. It doesn't happen as much because a lot of dads go back to work right away, right? And I know that's not the case as much, but hear me out. Just go with me on this example. I'm you can respond all you want if, if you have any questions, but what I'm saying is the majority of moms get a mat leave. And I know some dads do too. Some moms are even breastfeeding. So the first stage of life is when there's separation between parent and child, especially mother and child after a year or so, or if they're a stay-at-home mom, um, or when that child goes back to school. So that timeline where when there's that first separation and now they're adding their work schedule on top of parenting. And emotionally, that's a big tear because you're not sure how to judge it. You're not sure how to balance it. You're not sure how to feel. Everything that you've, you did know has changed. Everything that you know now is different because work is now the priority because you need to be able to pay for your life, right? So that's your first major shift that a lot of females go through. And with that, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of changes. First major shift. Second major shift is when you become an empty nester. And I was a borderline empty nester at 44. I'm 48 now, 47 now, 47. And I'm 47. And um, so three years ago, I was a borderline empty nester. I had two kids living away from me. One was in a different province. One was four hours up north. 
And um, then she went to the other province, Alberta, and then came back. So I had my youngest living with me. Yep. So you're like, oh, how are you an empty nester? I was a borderline empty nester between my teaching schedule and Brooke's um, school play and her job. We never saw each other. She would come home from work and I would be in bed or I would see her come home and I'd be watching a show on TV and as I'm down, like resting for a few minutes because my first classes, I was starting at 6 a.m. Like my classes were starting. So I was up around 530 every day and our schedules did not jive. I barely saw her. Sportaline empty nester. I was no longer cooking meals because we were not home together at mealtime. It was pretty much there was cook, cooked food in the fridge grab and go. We weren't having the sit down dinners at all. We were barely crossing paths at all. And for a lot of people in today's society, when it comes to being an empty nester or a borderline empty nester, we're not necessarily even with a partner. Um, Sometimes we're lucky enough to be or not lucky enough to be. I don't know where you're at, but I want to say that that would be lucky enough to be in my perspective. So you're going through something If you're not with your partner, you're going through all of a sudden being alone at a period of your life that you never expected to be alone and going through. And I was young, right? I'm still young, but to be experiencing that now, it's interesting. So that's the second part of your life. The third part of your life is retirement. You spend the majority of your life working. All of a sudden that chapter is closed and you have no idea what else to do with your time. Aha. That's exactly what most people experience this year. They were forced into retirement. Financially, they were able to figure things out. Sink or swim, you might be behind. You'll get there. Things will clear up. We can talk about that because some of that is mindset too. We can definitely talk about that. Um, Definitely, I can help you with that. I can't help you magically have money in your bank account, but I can help you shift your thinking where you can appreciate more of what you do have and appreciation will bring in more different conversations. So I'm not going to go there, but I can certainly help you with any of the struggles that you're having if you um, can hear anything that you related to today. So the third part is is, um, retirement. And financially, we all have a little bit more of a clue as to what we need to live off of for retirement because we've all experienced it kind of somehow this year. And when I say all, some of you are still working, but you still have an idea of what it would cost you to live day to day, right? But we weren't able to do any fun activities. So think about this for a minute. During, during COVID, when the world was shut down and everything was shut down, we weren't able to leave the house, right? We weren't able to go golfing. We weren't able to go to a gym. We weren't able to do all of these different hobbies and activities that we do. And that is where the wind wall comes into play. What are some of the wins for the day with the environment you can control? Where are you finding these simple pleasures? Because this is what's going to make up your future when you have spare time. And this is what, facing these realities is going to make the shifts for you. And how does this relate to being vulnerable? Huge. There's a huge relation. Because if personal development is on your list, that's letting you know that there's an area for you to learn and to grow more. Right? If you need more energy work or more massage, or you need to reach out to a life coach, that's you being vulnerable and asking for help. If you need help with your side hustles or your budgeting, or you need help with a workout routine, because these are some of the things that you consider wins and you're struggling with being accountable, you've just opened up to the fact that you could use some help. And the help doesn't need to show up and do it with you. The help can be an accountability partner, such as myself, in all of these areas. 
So think about everything that I've said. Have yourself a fantastic week. Get back to me with what you'd like to see different between now and the end of the year. And what do you expect differently in December 31st, 2020? What do you think is going to happen? Like, are you hoping that that'll all of a sudden shift? Or are you knowing that you just don't know? You don't know what to expect based on the year that we've had. And you're going to take matters into your own hands. And you're going to reach out to me and ask me to work with you. Perfect. (laughs) You know, I'm here to support you. I have many programs at many prices. Um, I definitely have some amazing, amazing programs. And even by listening to these podcasts and chiming in and asking some questions, with all of the questions that you send me, I can do a question and answer episode. So listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for the bottom of my heart for letting me share my vulnerable story. Um, I'm sure there's judgment. You know, what kind of life coach needs a help? Everybody needs help. You honestly want a coach that has a coach because it means they are practicing what they preach. You want somebody who's not afraid, who's not always afraid to be vulnerable. Of course, you want a little bit of fear because fear helps you lean in and grow. Take a look at my social media platforms. Again, you can find me at Sonia Janice, S-O-N-Y-A. J-A-N-I-S-S-E or at Fresh Approach Fitness. You'll be able to find me um, on all of the platforms. I'd love to hear from you. Comment, reply, chime. Let me know what topic you want for next week and I will make that the topic. But thank you so much from the bottom of my heart of sharing a little bit of your day with me. Make it a good one, my friends. And when you're journaling your affirmations today and your gratitudes, don't forget to identify your wins at the end of the day.